Hello, beautiful people. I am Haley Helveston. Welcome back to the podcast. This podcast is all about holistic health, sacred sexuality, and spirituality. I have Tiffany Janae back with us. So exciting. Okay, so y'all, she is- Yay. Yes. I know, I'm so excited. (laughs) She's a sacred sexuality coach and the owner of YoniEggs.com. Welcome. Thank you. So tell everybody a little bit more about what you're doing again. Um. So I started my work in just learning about myself, about my own feminine energy. I felt like I was operating in a lot of masculine energy and I wanted to dive into the balance. And that took me on this wild journey of learning about just everything like Tantra and and deeper into my sexual life. And that brought me on a path to Yoni Eggs. And I started being able to service tens of thousands of women with womb health concerns and just wanting to elevate through that magical portal. And then I started studying with all these different Tantra teachers and learning about how to connect on an energetic level with our sexual energy and channeling it to do really potent and cool experiences. So Mm. now I just help share that information back and teach it to other people. Yes, yes. And I love that I'm talking with you again, because I think that this is an area that people are talking more and more about, because we're realizing how sexual health is just as important as physical health, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Totally. Okay, so go more into, we were going to discuss natural birth control, because I feel like so many many women are paranoid and they don't want to get off the pill. I remember when I got off birth control a few years ago, I was terrified, (laughs) you know? Yeah, it is scary. Yeah, so last time we talked, we said that we were going to dive in deeper because uh, what I've been teaching a lot is it all started through the inspiration of the womb and figuring out why so many women were having womb disconnections and problems that are going on there. The fascinating thing about the body is that whatever part of the body is injured or receiving some sort of stress it's a communication. It's an energetic communication. So when we have these problems with the female genitalia, we know that that has something to do with one's own sexual identity or relationship. And usually the women who are having problems with their womb, there's a, there's a lot of confusion or shame or fear, or they've lost their power due to a sexual violation. So it manifests in disease in the female genitalia and in the womb space. So one of those main attacks that's happening is also through birth control. So Mm. because we aren't taught about our bodies and about when we're fertile and um, that actually the man is the, the fertile one every single day. And for women, we only have a very small window of when we're fertile in a, in a month's time. And so men aren't really taught much about how to manage their fertility And then it's just kind of given to the women for us to go out and do it since we have pills, you know, and, and that's kind of the thing, but those pills and even the IUDs have so many side effects and it really affects our essence. It steals a piece of our essence, just our energy levels, our confidence. We can break out in our skin. We can have physical problems, but most importantly is it affects our hormones and that does so many things to us and that can take away our sex drive and just our overall confidence. So I'm on this mission to, with Tantra and learning how to work with your energy to like hold men accountable to start being like, um, being an, an ally 
and knowing that birth control is something that should be managed between both people and not just assume that the woman's going to take that on because we're doing a lot of damage to our our women's wombs by just letting her have to hold all of that. Mm. Yeah. And I love that you say that though, about both people taking responsibility because you're right. (laughs) Like, why is it just on the woman when the men, two people both have a sexual experience? Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah. our society's made it seem like, oh, it's the woman, it's her fault or whatever, when the guy's partaking in it too. Totally. Yeah. So I think that men learning about semen retention would be really beneficial, not only just for the birth control aspect, but also for increasing their own life force energy and also their own confidence too. So there's so many other benefits towards it by just learning that. So there's a technique that I teach my clients, which is edging. And that's uh, learning to take them to the edge of their pleasure. And instead of allowing it to just escape out, which with the untrained body and the untrained energy, that's what we normally do. We feel good. So usually the thing is, is when we're not taught about sex, we just do what comes naturally or what we were taught through influence, through like porn or movies or things. So we come together and we just have this like wild, passionate connection. And then we plug into each other and it's just friction, friction, friction until someone busts, you know? And there's not a lot of like control or self-restraint or things taught within that. And that can be very displeasing either initially, but definitely over time um, because it's not fulfilling. And so what the edging technique does is it teaches the men, and it's good for women too, to learn how to, for her own sake of pleasure and things like that. Um, But for men in particular, we'll talk about taking them to just that tipping point when they walk on the edge, where they start to feel that Usually it's cued by I'm about to come, right? So we want to hit it right before then because sometimes when you're saying I'm about to come, it's already sliding out. So just before it hits that point, when you fix your mouth to begin to say that is where your edge is at. And from that point, you want to back off of that, practice some deep breathing. And there's some techniques that I teach, but moving the energy through the body. So pulling it out of the genitalia area so it's not just all concentrated in that space and then moving it to other parts of the body. And then this is also how you have full body orgasms as well. So that's really effective. And um, it's good for, for like when, the, when you know the woman is fertile, then you can practice this as a way to, well, let me say, when you know the woman is fertile, it would be better to include some other, if you're gonna have sex during that time, to include some other form of birth control Um, but it just helps to be mindful to know how to control the ejaculation so that you feel more empowered in the experience, basically. And so what you're saying is, is that once a guy learns this, then the woman is not, she doesn't have to use birth control pill because that is a form of birth control, right? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't advise that she doesn't have to use birth control, but What I'm saying is that when both parties become educated, so there's the man who learns how to hold his semen. um, And then the woman should know about the cycles of her body and when she is um, fertile and not fertile. And so there's a a method out there, the acronym for it is FAM, F-A-M, and it's 
fertility awareness management. And so in this frame of thought, it's to say that the woman knows about her body. She knows how to tell based on the fluids that are coming out of her when she's ovulating, when she's fertile, um, when she's about to come up on her cycle. She can take her temperature. And there's a whole bunch of ways that you can empower yourself by learning to read what the body is telling you so that she's fully empowered to know, hey, during this window and this window, I'm fertile. During this time, I'm not. So it's fair game. If you want to come in me, that's all good. Um, but during this time, we're either going to use condoms or we're going to use the female condom or some other type of thing to protect us if we decide to have sex during this period because the chances of me getting pregnant is high. Uh, this also works if you want to have a baby, you know, knowing when your, your odds are in your favor. Mm -hmm. So with that information, with both parties being empowered, then this brings the experience more into your own, your own control and your own power. So it's not just like you got pregnant or you got me pregnant. And then the blame game that comes from that, it's, it could be more of an empowered choice and decision that's happening. And then why do you think that we are not taught this? I don't know. I mean, sex is so perverted in our mm -hmm. society. And I feel like there's so, many, so much bigger things at play as to why it's even so perverted. But I do know that sex is a very powerful tool. And there's billions and billions of dollars that are traded on a daily basis around exploiting sexual energy. So there's, there's a benefit to many to keep us naive and ignorant to what sexual, sexual energy really is. Um, I also know that there's industries that are developed off of our ignorance. So you have the birth control industry, like how much are those guys making? You know, mm. that would be something worth looking into, but the condoms, I'm sure that Trojan is a multi-million dollar corporation um, that benefits off of that. And then we have Planned Parenthood that benefits off of the abortions. And so it's an industry, it's anything. We're in a consumer industry. So anywhere where they can capitalize on our miseducation or our ignorance we find that in our society that that's what's actually happening unfortunately so yeah we we just need to understand that and and then do something about it mm. yeah you make such a great point about all those things because um i think that the more i learn the more empowered i become and then the more i can choose a different decision you know because yeah. the thing is, is people don't know what they don't know <laughs> Right. Yeah. And so do people come to you and you're doing, cause you're currently doing that, that class, right? I am. Yeah. I'm doing a class with a psychotherapist as my partner and where it's called intimacy and isolation. And it's a three week course where we take people, both singles and people in relationships. And we take them through learning about communication as our first week. So we talk about attachment styles, um, ways to give positive feedback and, expanding your emotional vocabulary. Um, and then the second we get into connection where there's non-sexual ways to connect and we teach about how to set the scene for lovemaking or for connection. So really paying attention to the five senses and how do you engage those. And, um, and then also the benefits of how to be a receiver and how to be a giver and what that looks like. And then the final week we get into intimacy where we actually teach sexual um, the, like techniques and ways to connect in that. So like kissing styles and, um, and then some, 
some Tantra type of styles and then also how to, how to edge. Um, and then strokes as far as in pleasing. And so it's really, really cool to work with people on that and to get the feedback from our clients and hearing how they've transformed already just from putting these things into practice. It's really beneficial. That's the thing about this is like, were you asking earlier of how come we don't know? I don't know. I mean, I, I think I gave a good idea of why we don't know. But what I do know for certain too, is that for this deeper knowledge on our bodies and sex, we have to really go off the beaten path. I mean, even if you're just talking about holistic health and knowing like, oh, you can eat this bean and that can help me with this, or I can drink this drink and that'll lower my blood pressure. I don't need to go and get on this medication. Like, wow, mm -hmm. that's amazing. Um, but you have to go off the beaten path because on the path that the, that's been paved for us, you're not, you don't find that information over there. But I think it's also beneficial to know the other side so that now we can value when we do learn this information of like, oh, I've been fucked up by not knowing this stuff. So now that I have this information, I really value and cherish this because I know what the opposite of the, of the coin looks like. Yeah, you're right. And you bring up such a great point though, because I think that you know, it's like, I was thinking about me personally, like, had I known what I know now, I wouldn't have been on an antidepressant. <laughs> yeah. But there exactly. are millions of people that get put on that every day. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and I'm assuming that that was probably as the result of you being on birth control. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. There's a great website that I love that I refer a lot of people to. Um, and it's called IUD awareness.org. I just want to fact check that really quick to make sure that is the correct one. Okay. Yeah. So iudawareness.org. Um, I met this woman that runs that site and she got really, really messed up being on an IUD. I think she had a copper IUD and she almost like killed herself. She was so suicidal and depressed and it was like not even in her personality. And she just really went on the deep end on that. Mm -hmm. And then she just kept getting these messages like your IUD, your IUD. And then she's like dove into it when she was in this sunken place and started researching it and found like all of this information about who created it when it first was released and the negative feedback that was given and then how they changed the name and then re-released it and gave it this press campaign. And, and then she opened up this group on Facebook where there's like tens of thousands of women in there that are just like sharing their stories of how they're all um, having similar problems with the IUD. So I like to refer people to that to just educate yourselves because I know that it feels like it's an easy thing to put into the body. You just put it in. It's pretty non-invasive. You forget about it and you can have sex as you would like, but there's, there's something that comes with that, that the cost of that freedom may not be worth it. And so I just like to enlighten people that there's a, a natural way to go about it. And it's really just about knowing your own body and you don't have to buy anything. You don't have to go into anybody to like do that. And regardless of whatever you choose, you can only stand to benefit by educating yourself about your body. You know, whether or not this is the route for you or what makes you feel safe. If after learning about your body, knowing when your cycle's coming, educating your man on how to control his ejaculation. If after all of that, you're just like, yeah, whatever. I still want to put in, take this pill, like cool. But you only stand to benefit from knowing your own body. And that's our knowledge. We should, we should have that. Mm. 
Yes, I agree with you. I'm so glad you brought up that website again. You're right. I'm going to put that link below because I think that it's like the more you learn, the better you feel about your body. Because I think we mentioned this in the last podcast interview, but there's so much mystery around the female body and like, let's get over the mystery and learn about it. Yeah, definitely. I've been doing some research recently too about like plant medicine and how we can use that as an ally to help us with fertility and things. And um, I advise everybody to do their own research, but two things I'd like to point out that I thought was pretty cool was um, neem oil. So taking some organic neem oil and soaking an organic cotton ball with it, and then putting that inside of you towards back towards the cervix and letting it be in for 30 minutes before you have sex. Um, from my research of what I've read from other women, uh, that can act as a spermicide for up to five hours. I thought that was pretty awesome. And then another one that I thought was really cool was parsley. And um, that's something worth looking into. And then also Queen Anne lace, also known as wild carrot seed. And yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, you can like chew on the seeds. And then also there's a tincture if you prefer that. And from what I've read and researched, you can use that if you think you've become pregnant, you can take that immediately after and for like up to seven days, I believe. And it's supposed to keep the um, embryo from attaching to the uterus. So preventing basically like a natural plan B. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Thanks for sharing all this because yeah, people don't know that. Yeah. I think it's so cool. Like I geek out on things like that of like really anything that's done in the laboratory, it's mimicking something that was already done in mm -hmm. nature and yep. we just have to find it. Yes. I so agree with you on that. And I think that that's why there's this big revival of what you're saying, plant medicine. I mean, I've never done ayahuasca, but I really want to do it. Oh, you should. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so did you do it in a ceremony or what? Yeah, only ceremony. Those things are so potent that it should only be done ceremonially. Mm -hmm. Ayahuasca is not meant to be used like recreationally because it takes you in so many deep dimensions that you really stand to benefit from having a shaman there that can walk you through and help guide you. Sometimes you tank so far down, you start to barrel into memories or experiences that you need someone that can come through and like see that in you and sing you a song and bring you back into lightness yeah so oh, where did you take it um i've done it a few times mostly in out there in atlanta oh okay cool yeah i was just wondering if you had like a specific shaman you would recommend for people listening yeah well i don't think that that's something i could recommend publicly but i can i can tell you about it oh, okay <laughs> cool <there>. cool yeah. <laughs> thanks yeah <laughs> yeah unfortunately that sacred plant medicine is still on the scheduled one drug list so it's, it's about as illegal as crack cocaine and heroin. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. In America. Yeah. Well, you know, we're, we're, we're getting there. We are. Yeah. <laughs> they finally in some counties are now taking psilocybin off of the scheduled, scheduled one list and allowing for that to be used um, for therapies. So that's pretty rad. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that, that is really good. Yeah. I mean, I think this is so, so important, this conversation. Where do you want to leave everybody with? Do you have any takeaways or any, um, anything that's coming to mind? 
Um, I just really highly recommend to do your research, just learn about your body, you know, and as you let this be the precursor to deeper studies towards whatever it is that interests you. But we really need to take the power into our own hands and because it's not something that's being given to us. Like if it was being given to us and if it was easy, we would have already had the knowledge and this perhaps mm -hmm. wouldn't have been new information to those of you that are listening. So knowing that, let's just take it into our own hands and, and go down and learn about your body. Like this is what you are inhabiting. And so as we learn about politics and about money and about our communities and things that are outside of us, we owe it to ourselves to also learn about the body that we're within. Because the more that you understand your own body and your own inner workings, then you start to understand the things that are happening around you in a lot grander way, because it's usually mimicking as, as within is so without, mm -hmm. right? And so whatever is going on out there, you can understand it in your own self. Like I like to think about um, understanding disease, you know, and the emotions and like how beautiful cancer is and what it teaches. And, and then where we can see cancer manifesting in our societies. And one of my favorite ones to look at is how popular autoimmune disorders are. And um, to me, I've often drawn the, the uh, similarity to our governments being basically an autoimmune disorder. And so they're designed to protect us, that system's put in place to protect us, but often we find that it's actually overprotecting to the point where it's attacking us, which is mimicking what an autoimmune disorder does, where inside of the body, like let's say Lyme's disease or something, um, the immune system is over-responding to something, and so instead of it protecting us, it's just doing too much, and it's actually harming us and, and um, attacking us. So Anyways, understanding the body helps us understand the things that are going on around us. And I personally think that it's really fascinating to learn about these things. And it's also so empowering. Like I just taught a man recently um, about edging and I've taught so many men just verbally coaching them through it and seeing who they become after they put it into practice. It's just so amazing. Like I love seeing that for them because Men in particular, I think it's a lot easier for us women to go and study things, and this feels more like a feminine thing that we do. But when the men actually come and seek counsel about something so personal, and then they can put it into practice, and then they're actually like teaching something or reclaiming a part of their essence, it's just so cool. Um, because that's also your life force energy as males. So if you study professional athletes, you'll see that um, the really good professional athletes, they make it part of their practice where they don't ejaculate a few days before they have a meet or a fight or a game or something because they know that or they've been taught to know that it disempowers them so much. It takes away so much of their energy that it weakens them if they ejaculate. One of my, my first guy I lost my virginity to uh, was a professional boxer. And he taught me then where he was like, when we would have sex and he's like, oh no, I can't, I can't have sex today because, um, I have, I have a game on or a, a, a meet a match or whatever on this day. And I'm like, so, so what? Like, I didn't understand. And he's like, no, it'll weaken me. And I didn't know enough then. And it took me probably like 20 years to finally understand that. But imagine like, even if you're not an athlete, you're giving away that precious essence on a regular basis. And so, um, from my research, I found that this is why a lot of men have prostate problems or even have receding hairlines because they're excessively ejaculating. Oh, 
Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, yeah, you're making up a great point though. Um, yeah, I mean, it definitely makes sense. Yes. Wow. So empower okay. yourselves. Yes, <laughs> definitely. So yeah. important. Okay, so where can everybody find you? Um, you can find me on my website, yoniegs.com. And then I'm most active on Instagram at Tiffany Janae, and it's T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-J-A-N-A-Y. And then from there, there's a link into the various classes I might be offering or private sessions, um, and then my websites and things. Okay. Sounds great. I will post your links below. Thank you so much again for joining me. Yeah, thank you. Yes. Pleasure. Definitely. No, I love what you're doing. I mean, it's so, so important. Um, Y'all be sure to subscribe, like, share the podcast. Let us know your thoughts on this important topic and I will talk with you later. Bye. Bye.